Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1 WAJI here on a Friday. Katie Law in studio today. In terms of what's trending with our news, a lot of vaccine chat, NCAA tournament. I'll get to that here in just a second. But tomorrow is the first day of spring. How about that sneaking up on everybody? Okay. And as you pointed out to me just a minute ago, what comes up here in about two weeks? Easter is in two weeks, people. Two weeks and two days. <laughs> Easter is the one holiday. Man, that, that thing floats. Like, it can yeah. be at the end of April one uh-huh. year. It could be in March some years. It's been late, I think, the last few years. And so having it on April 4th? Yes. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's coming up here pretty okay. quick. Let's get to what's trending with our news. After 58 days in office, the Biden administration is expected to mark 100 million coronavirus shots administered in the country later on today. So what's the next step? It's believed that President Biden will address and make this sort of the next phase. He's going to direct states to make doses available to all adults no later than May 1st. That's for when you can register. A deadline that many states have already weighed in saying that they have no trouble meeting. Which would be interested to see if and when Indiana then drops their age range to the next tier of 40 plus. As of right now, again, there's still two states in our union. Mississippi and Alaska have already opened it up to anybody who wants one can register to get one. I feel like it's going to be a matter of weeks. Open season, as Fauci likes to call it. Yes. (laughs) For Indiana. What is the lag time? If I became eligible tomorrow... What is it about within the next two weeks then you usually get your shot is what I hear from people? Yeah, I would say two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. I would hope maybe a month out. I don't know when it's open season, but there's more clinics. There's more pharmacies doing it now, so you have more options. Well, good segue because CVS has added themselves to the mix. Again, you have to book directly through them, not through a state-sponsored site. But CVS has now said that they will start administering COVID-19 vaccines. And so they join in our area, Kroger, Walmart, and Meyer, and others, where you can book directly through their site. If you go and want to go through one of the state's clinics, rshot.in.gov. And a reminder, the first round of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, again, it has a different schedule this year than in years past. A lot of the first round games are kind of Friday, Saturday. Second round action is sort of Sunday, Monday. The first round today will sort of tip with Virginia Tech taking on Florida. 12.15 p.m. Reminder, the entire tournament takes place in the state of Indiana. That's a quick peek as to what's trending now with our Magic 95.1 news. Sandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1. We have a listener I want to get to who's on hold, so hang on for that in just a second. I need to reset what we were just talking about. Katie Law in studio this morning. One of my things behind the scenes that I've been fascinated by in the last two weeks in particular, but just this whole notion of extra or leftover vaccines. Yes. Um, Because I think it's sort of the wild, wild west of like what we're doing with the extra. Mm -hmm. And I think there's really no uniform protocol. Right. And it just wasn't talked about. I think it was kind of kept hush hush, maybe not on purpose necessarily, especially in the beginning. But there was still, there's always been leftovers. Always been leftovers. And you're right. We should use them. But I just didn't know. I'm like, so what is the communication clarity? What is the uniform way in which we're getting them? And and the the truth is there isn't, right? Like some pharmacists are like, just let's 
make a daily list. Yeah. And so you have to call every day. Some people have a list and they've been keeping it since day one. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, do I call every day? How do I know? And anyway, so there's that going on. And you sent me in the week um, behind the scenes a little bit ago, like earlier in the week, that there is this site that the New York Times, Bloomberg News, Time, USA Today, a lot of reputable news sites have covered mm-hmm. in the last week or so called Hi, H-I, Hi Dr. B. H-I-D-R-B, and it is an attempt at a uniform scenario yes. to try to connect leftover vaccines uh, to people who want one. Yes, yeah, someone took it upon themselves, Dr. B, apparently, and said, <laughs> let's get organized about this. Yeah, so you think like the government or the state would do it, and they're like, no, we're dealing with our own mess, we're organizing the clinics. Yeah. So these are leftovers, these are people who have missed appointments, but because of the temperature controls on some of the vaccines, man, mm-hmm. you gotta like use them or lose them. Yes. Right, all right, so uh, let's get to this phone call. Andy in the morning, hi, go ahead. Hey Andy, I wanted to let you know, there's also unorganized lists out there. You guys were talking about the vaccine i had a nurse in our neighborhood send a message out to our facebook group and she's like hey i work at a doctor's office here in town we have an excess of vaccines we're authorized to give them to anybody over 18 i have to have a group of 10 to use a full vial you have to come in the afternoon you have to sit for 15 minutes after and she collected like 30 people to give a vaccine to so that they didn't go to waste. See, I, I agree with it. I brought it up off and on on the air for the last two weeks because some of the mornings when Caitlin Kendall is in from ABC 21, I'm kind mm-hmm. of pressuring her behind the scenes. I'm like, why is nobody doing a story on this? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I guess I'm lazy in my own journalism, but I'm kind of like... This is the first I'd heard of it. She I, just sent up. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. What's going on? She's like, well, we were distributed a particular amount of vaccines. We didn't need that many. And as nurses, we don't want to see these expire. Oh, no. Expire March 26th. I think it's the Pfizer vaccine. And if we don't use them by the 26th, we have to toss them. And all these people are waiting, yeah. you know, to get them. And she's like, I just, I'm asking anybody and everybody. And she's organizing it herself on her own time. Right. I just wish there was more of an organized, like at this point, it's, I don't want to say black market. That sounds wrong. But there's Mm -hmm. this just sort of like, I got people who live next to a pharmacy. They don't know to call the pharmacy there because nobody's told them to. I worked with a lady that's a cancer survivor and she had no idea that she was eligible. Right. I was like, you were eligible a month ago to go. I was like, please sign up. Go. Mm -hmm. I'm healthy. Well, thank you for the call. I, yeah. I appreciate it. That's uh, that's I guess that's my point. Is there's a ton of unorganized lists. Yes, yes, you know? and I th- and you mentioned it before, Andy. This is you know in a few weeks, this is all probably yeah going to be, be a, a new point. point. But there is an urgency right now. People are really. They're, they're still scared. Well, I, I think it comes down to this. I think people are just naturally selfish. And you ready for this? I just think people see travel. I think mm-hmm. they see spring break and summer vacations. Yeah. And if they can get cleared for all of these things and the CDC relaxes some gu- guidelines, mm-hmm. you know, what in your life can you control? Well, if I can get on this list and I can get all my shots two weeks earlier, yeah. we could take that trip. And life feels like normal because I feel like I'm out of vacation. Yeah, you and maybe that's how I'm thinking. Maybe that's my inner monologue. I think it's a little bit of both. I think you do feel some relief with traveling and, you know, everyone kind of staying safer. So I think it's a wonderful program. So the vaccines do not go to waste. I'm glad you're on the list. I'm very curious to see what happens. My friend signed up a week ago and she got a last minute call yesterday for 
a Walgreens in Ang- Angola. She drove up from Fort Wayne to Angola. Yep. And they gave it to her. Yes. Now she's got to go back, I'm assuming, for her second shot. She's got to go back mm-hmm. to Angola. Yep. She got the Pfizer, and she's just been itching to get one. She's got a daughter who, ha- you know, has an, you know, she's immunosuppressed. So I'll give you the website again. You don't have to do it, but knowledge is power. It's mm-hmm. called HI. DRB, HighDrB.com, and a number of national publications have sort of said this is a way that you can point to organizing America to get the leftovers so we don't throw any out. It's Andy in the morning. It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Katie Law is in studio this morning. We're going to get set here for a new episode of Random Truths. Katie, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you explain Random Truths? Well, it's kind of weird, but true facts. That's right. There's no rhyme or reason. They're random. That's why the word random's in the title. Yeah. No rhyme or reason. Here we are. Little facts. Here we go. Radio potato chips. That's what I call it. that make you go, hmm. Random truths. You can actually get a really good estimate of the temperature in Fahrenheit outside by counting how many chirps crickets make. In 14 seconds, you count the chirps, and then you add 40 to that number, and it is an accurate temperature gauge of the weather outside. Random truths! In 14 seconds? Are you counting? So if it's 80 degrees, you're like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you can't do that! If it's 80 degrees in 14 seconds, they will chirp 40 times. Then you add 40 to the number, and it will be 80 out. Yes. I think that's really awesome. I think it's a great little weird but true fact, but I think it's hard to count to even 40 in 14 seconds. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Who, Who has taken the time to do this experiment? Like... I'm just letting you know, this summer, warmer weather's coming up. How hot is it out here? I don't know. Count a cricket chirp. Honey, what are you doing out there on the back porch? Counting chirps. Counting chirps. Honey, it's going to be a hot one today. That's right. That's what I'm saying. You could look at your phone. It could have the weather there. I'm telling you, count a cricket. Random truce. Domino's and Pizza Hut are considered luxury items in Japan. A large pizza costs around $35. Ooh, okay. See, how about that? Delicacy. Ah. Gourmet. Random truths. Samuel L. Jackson, in the movie Pulp Fiction, his Mm. character was supposed to have a giant afro. But the production assistant who went to go get him the afro wig didn't know the difference between an afro and a jerry curl. (laughs) Shows up on set with the Jerry Curl, and now that's the famous hairpiece he has in that movie. And it it was fine. It worked, and now you can't envision it any other way. Random truce, last one. I'm never going to recover from crickets, no, am I? No, The record for the most flowers sold in a single day was when? August 17th, 1977, the day after Elvis passed away. More flowers were bought that day than in any other day in American history. That's random. Random truths. It's Andy in the morning. 
It's Andy in the morning. Hey, it's Magic 95.1. So yesterday I really got bogged down and I can't let this go. So I'll throw it out there early in the show. Maybe that'll help me cathartically get it off my chest. It's all about control issues. So yesterday, I started to realize, my wife and I started to break down that we filed our taxes and we still have yet to get our federal return. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are in this boat, I think. So I filed in February, got our state return, done. Two weeks later, no problem. Okay. So where's this federal one? And it's a big boy for us, 2,500 bucks or something. A couple more. So whatever's going on there is also blocking our stimulus from coming through. No. Yeah, because we have gotten all the stimuluses up until this third one. So we are missing our stimulus because for something's going on with our taxes, and I have no idea what the backlog is, but I get mad. I told my wife, I said, you know, I get mad when I turn your homework in early, Uh and apparently that's the penalty. Mm. Because if you missed the news yesterday, the IRS was saying, hey, you got the tax deadline. We're so backed up. We're moving the tax deadline from April 15th to May 17th. So what that translates to me as, please don't turn them in. Yeah. They're like, can please you just hold wait, on a second? Wait. Please wait. And so uh, so mm. this has happened to me before. A couple of years ago, I had my social security number stolen. Oh, yeah. that's a- And I didn't get my return then either. I had to jump through a ton of hoops. Yeah. And so now I'm t- I told Mel, I said, you know what? We're going to have to jump through all these dang hoops again. We won't get our money for, till next year. And you did all your taxes on your own? No, we, we had an accountant. So you have an accountant. So have you touched base with him? What are I, you hearing? Yeah, and so I What's placed a say? phone call to the accountant. They're like, all we can do is send it in. We're not responsible for when it gets processed. But they're not hearing anything kind of behind the scenes. Like I was like, we pay you a fee so yeah. that this gets handled. If we wanted to do it ourselves, I'd do TurboTax and have a whole weekend away. Yeah. Ugh. So I told my wife, I was like, we're not the only ones going through this. And right. it's, there are worse pains in the world. There's people dealing with cancer. They've got kids at war in the Middle East. The problem is, is I don't feel I have any control uh-huh. over the solution. Yes. When it comes to finances, it becomes a very emotional response. There's a lot of people out there that are relying on that. And the stimulus. I was like, we're going to get paid in the fall. I was like, that's how long it'll take. No, no, no. It'll be soon. Hopefully it'll be here pretty soon. It's Andy in the morning. Katie Law in studio. That's me whining. That's what that was. (laughs) It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. And when I talk low and slow, that means I'm bringing the heat for a mystery riddle. Katie Law is in studio as we try to solve a crime and seduce listeners all at the same time. <laughs> Who says I can't multitask? It is so hard to keep a straight face with you sometimes. <laughs> oh, oh, I hit the wrong button again. Oh, I was doing so good, too. <laughs> That's the... so appropriate, though. Yeah, yeah. that okay. would be me. I got flummoxed in the heat of the moment. Ooh. Let me reset to this mystery riddle. If a dead body is found at the bottom of a multi-story building. Seeing the position of the body, it is evident that the person jumped from one of the floors committing suicide. However, a homicide detective is called to look into the case. (laughs) He goes to the first floor. 
walks into the room facing the direction which the body was found, and he opens the window in that direction, and he flips a coin toward the floor. He goes up to the second floor and repeats the process all the way until he gets to the top, doing it at each floor, flipping out a coin, opening the window. He keeps on doing this. Once he reaches the top, he climbs all the way back down and says, Look, this is a murder, not a suicide. How did he know it was a murder? 260-467-9500. It's Andy in the morning. Welcome to the Andy and Katie Detective Agency. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's We're exactly. looking for the right answer. Good morning. Hi. Go ahead. What's your guess? Hi. Were the windows all closed? Yes. Yes. He had to open the window on each floor. He had to open the window on each floor and threw a coin out, and he proved to everybody that all the windows were closed, so it couldn't have been suicide because if you open the door you open the window you're gonna jump out someone was there to shut the window behind and on their way out yes Yes. this this is the old ace ventura pet detective riddle is Uh what this is Uh actually all the light bulbs are there we go go there we go so who is this this is kylara all right. Well, I love that's a name Another that I'm Kylara. Fantastic name. Yes. Wow. Yes. I love Thank that. You. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Thanks. Well, behind the scenes, Katie's going to grab some information and she's going to get all of this that you need to be hooked up with two meals from our friends at Jersey Mike's. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Hang on. It's Andy in the morning. Let's see what's going on in Hollywood with show business. I'm going to get to Matthew McConaughey coming up. I love Mm. me some McConaughey stories. But first, the Oscars have told nominees that they won't be able to Zoom into the show. So if you want to be a part of the Oscars, you have to show up. You'll have to attend in person. They promise they're taking every precaution to make sure it's safe. But what I think is interesting is I just would like a hand-raised poll of... I just assume, maybe it's my own naiveness, maybe it's a bitterness, maybe it's something, a bias. I just assume a lot of these A-level stars have gotten some or all of their vaccines. Oh, for sure. I Uh, mean... I I just want them to say it. If there's anything we're learning about this vaccine is there is privilege involved in access and uh, and money. I mean, this is the age-old thing. Money will buy you almost anything. Right. I mean, athletes are getting access Mm -hmm. to vaccines and I just assume stars are too. So anyway, what they really don't want though at the Oscars is what happened with Jason Sudeikis where he won an award in a hoodie. So they want people (laughs) showing up they want to keep the glamour of Hollywood, and that's what they want to do. There's no word about masks being required or not, so that'll be interesting seeing how that sort of rolls out in the next month or so as you monitor some of that Hollywood narrative. The other one is this. Matthew McConaughey really got his breakout leading man fame in 1996 when he played lawyer Jake was it Bergantz? Yeah, Jake mm-hmm. Bergantz in John Grisham's A Time to Kill. I remember A Time to Kill. Oh. Sandra Bullock was in it. Yes. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Ashley Judd, Kevin Spacey. They were all in this. This was one of those John Grisham books that really popped on the screen, kind of like earlier with Tom Cruise and The Firm. It really mm-hmm. popped. And this was like, who is this guy? Who is Matthew McConaughey? It was kind of like, who is this Who's guy? That? And so Matthew is going to bring back Jake Bergantz in an adaptation that's going to be on HBO. It's going to be a series, and it's that same character with John Grisham called this time A Time for Mercy. And as all this stuff comes out, I'm like, I need HBO Max. Yep. My wife wants to watch Sex in the City coming up. I'm going to want to watch Matthew McConaughey doing this. Oh, yeah. Doing a Southern lawyer thing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to love it. I'm in. Sold. I'm loving it.
And then fresh off the success of WandaVision, the first Disney Plus TV series connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This time, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier kicks off six-episode run that starts now here today. That's a quick peek as to what's happening in Hollywood.